what is the difference between the people who performed average? Let's say they got stuck at five to 15K or even they got stuck at 20K per month in revenue. What is the difference between the people who got stuck there and you who just kept going and going and going and growing and growing his business? Like what are the lessons for success that you may have discovered, stumbled into, learned, uh, paid money for? Like what what is missing from their business and their lives that they can learn? So there's a couple things um, that I think matter a lot. And these things, some of them are fundamental. Some of them are, you know, maybe you haven't heard of them. But I'll start honestly with the biggest one. This is a big fundamental. Mm. And most people don't have it. Is that you have to have a big vision, right? That's fundamental. I always had it. I had it since I was 11 years old, mm. right? From the age of 11 years old, all I've been thinking about is how to become a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. that's, that's literally been all I've been thinking about, right? And people just don't have that. I think mm -hmm. people get into business for different things. I think in the internet marketing space, uh, one reason is people want to quit their jobs. Yeah. Another reason is they want to travel the world. Um, yeah, another reason is they want to prove people wrong. That's, mm -hmm. that's a big motivator. Um, another motivation uh, pertains to the opposite sex. I think mm -hmm. that's that's a big one. Um, and people have all these motivations, but the, or the same sex, the same sex as well. We yeah. we totally approve, and yeah, definitely. they're great people. I have a lot of respect for them, um, and we encourage. Yes, them. definitely. We encourage definitely. them, but uh, I think um, the thing that's missing in all these motivations is that, like, look, I had them as well, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I didn't have those things. When I was going to school, I did want to drop out of school mm -hmm. and travel and be attracted to the opposite sex and um, whatever, prove all my classmates wrong mm. and prove my parents wrong. Well, they never said I would fail, but like prove anyone who's ever said that I couldn't make a living online wrong, right? Mm. All these things I had them. But the one thing I did have as well is I had the clear vision of me mm. in a multi-million dollar penthouse yeah. that I own and my bank account filled with millions of dollars, right? Yeah. And my life wonderful and everything. So if you don't have that, honestly, like all the steps that are going to follow are kind of useless mm. because like if you don't know exactly what you're after, you're never going to get it. Mm. And if you don't like that's like the biggest truth like, that anyone can realize it. If you don't truly want to make a lot of money, you will not make a lot of money. It's already hard enough to make a lot of money. Like there's a lot of people who really, really want to make a lot of money. Mm. And as much as people talk about abundance, like there's money everywhere. Sure, that's true. But there's also a lot of people on this earth. And trust me, I've met a lot of people who are exceptionally smart, exceptionally motivated. And if you're not exceptionally motivated to make a lot of money, it's just not going to happen for you or unless you're very lucky and it's very unlikely. But if you want to play a game that has good odds, you have to have a very clear, specific goal and then you can optimize for that. And what happens typically, honestly, when I talk to people about this is a lot of them realize that they don't actually want it. Yeah. So you get like there's a difference between wishing and wanting. Mm -hmm. 
And when I talk to people, and I have friends who have businesses who do well, but who don't do extremely well. They're good, yeah. but they're not great. And sometimes we have conversations because they're curious. They're like, you know, do, do you think, um, what do you think I need to, to go to a great level? Mm. And I tell them, well, what do you want? And then a lot of them are just quite content, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not saying that bad, but you just have to be aware of it. And if you're at a certain income level, like it's not gonna change unless you want it to change, you know? So again, first thing is, do you want it or do you wish it? Because, and, and that's very easy to sort of detect. Like if you wish, you kind of think about it mm -hmm. a lot. And when you look at it, you're like, it's kind of cool. Mm. But then look at your actions because your actions tell you what you wish and what you want. And you can go from wishing to wanting, but that that's determined through your actions. Mm. So the first thing is, what do you want? The vision, why do you want it? Why do you want to scale? What, what tangible thing is it going to provide for you? Mm. Like for me, I always had this vision of this beautiful house or apartment, like luxury house or apartment. I always had the vision of flying first class all the time. I always had the vision of the very finest thing in life, the nicest restaurants, the nicest hotels. Mm. Like I always had that. And uh, a lot of people don't have that. So that's the very first sort of mindset, whatever mm. uh, thing. Now, on the more practical level, there's also some very practical thing. The first thing I would say is honestly, um, there is no book that I know of who summarizes this better than the millionaire fast lane. And yeah. what he talks about in this book is the five commandments of a business that's gonna do very well. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna go through them really quickly, um, but basically there's need. So your business has to solve a big need that people have, and it's clear that they have it. And the way you know people have this need if they, is if they spend a lot of money to try to solve it, mm. right? So I went into health supplement. The health industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. The health supplement industry is multi-billion dollar industry. There's a clear need for it. Mm. Uh, the second one is entry, and this is like a big one. Like, you can't make a lot of money with something that's easy to replicate. Mm. So in the health supplement space, you know, you have to uh, declare your supplements, mm. you have to manufacture it. The, the upfront capital cost is now pretty high. When I started, it wasn't as high, but now it's pretty high if you want to have like a good product. Um, it takes a lot of time to declare it. Um, and you have to learn about the regulations, about formulation, you have to hire lawyers to do it. It's like a whole process. And the, overall, the barrier of entry now is pretty high, especially now there's like media buying cost and now you can't just make money on the front end. You have to wait a couple of months until you make your money back on your advertising. It's like a whole thing. Mm. So if the barrier, like the higher the barrier of entry, the better the potential. And now when I was saying, that I'm working on a project that takes a long time, that's gonna take me to tens of millions of dollars, that's because the barrier of entry for this project is even higher than what I'm doing mm -hmm. now, you know? And that, like, I'm not gonna go to a higher income level by doing more of what I'm already doing. I have to step up the needs, step up the barrier of entry, like every element in this equation, I follow it myself, I step it up myself if I mm -hmm. wanna reach a higher level. Um, the other element is control. So control is you basically control every element of the business process. So instead of, um, for example, instead of drop shipping products, yeah. you're going to offer drop shipping, mm -hmm. right? Instead of being the affiliate, 
you offer an affiliate program, mm -hmm. you know, and to a higher level, you could argue it's not what I'm doing, but like you could argue instead of buying ads from a network, you start a network. That's yeah. the kind of mindset. That's the kind of thinking that that's going to create the next level. Uh, the other thing is scale. So it has to be big. It's kind of linked to the need thing. It has to be big. So if you obviously, if you just start some local store, it's not going to be big. Um, if you start an e-commerce store, well, all of a sudden you've got the whole world at your disposal. Um, and the last one is time. Like, like I'm not a big proponent of passive income and all this stuff. I don't really mm. believe in it. It's never really worked out for me. I always had to work, <laughs> you know. But your business That's can't it. be tied directly to your time. So yeah, like all that, all that, all that work. Unfortunately, even if you do real estate, my friend is doing real estate. He's doing a lot of work. A and lot his of business work. Partner is doing a lot of work. And investment, upfront investment is huge. And the profit margins early on are small. Tiny. So it's it's very passive, as you can yep. see. Like people who don't work in general just don't make a lot of money. That's just like a rule of life. But this time component is very important. Very important because right now, as we're speaking, mm -hmm. there's people on my website, watching my uh, sales <laughs> letters and my offers and like pulling out their credit card and giving me their money. Mm -hmm. Like as we're speaking right now, when I'm sleeping, there's people who are buying. When I'm working, there's people who are buying. Mm -hmm. When I'm eating, there's people who are buying. When I'm lifting weights, there's people who are buying. People are buying all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's like the time element. You can't be tied to your business. Your business can't be tied to you working in it to mm -hmm. make money. So you follow these components um, and you have the recipe for, for like a huge business, mm -hmm. you know? So that would be like the more practical side. Yeah. Like, uh, let me give you an example. Like I, I was talking to someone the other day and I'm not going to reveal the exact idea, etc. cetera. Um, well, they dropped the idea anyway from, from based on my advice. But they basically, how can I explain it in a way where I don't really the idea? Basically, they were, talk, they were talking to me about a business idea that they had. And the idea yeah. was they wanted, to serve a, um, they wanted to serve a niche of people who work in a certain industry, mm -hmm. right? And they wanted to help these people um, basically make more money at what they're doing. Mm. That was their niche. I know it's very vague, but just follow me for the sake of this. And they told me, well, what do you think about this? And I told them this violates several components. And one of the common components it was violating was need. So people didn't need this actual mm -hmm. solution. Uh, the barrier of entry was, it was okay. Like it was pretty easy to start a similar yeah, business, yeah. you know. Um, the scale, it's a huge industry. Like there's a lot of people working in it but it's a very small unit of sale. Mm -hmm. So like it wouldn't be an expensive product. I'm not saying you have to sell an expensive product, but in this case, the industry wasn't big enough where with a $5 product, you mm -hmm. could make like, like a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. The upside wasn't that high. Um, and also there were other problems, like it was only one product, no other similar products could be upsold and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so overall, it was just a bad uh, business idea. Again, it's not all about the idea, but it was a bad sort of business plan, right? Mm. And at a certain level, as much as business plans don't matter, if you want to go from nothing to something, if you want to go to something to uh, many, many somethings, then the business plan does matter. Mm -hmm. so does matter, like it matters. So I would say look at these components, think about how you can create something that fits all of them properly. Mm -hmm. 
Um, don't be lazy. There's gonna there's not gonna be a shortcut. Again, the barrier of entry component states that if it's too easy to do, it's too easy to replicate. It doesn't have economic value. Mm -hmm. It can't go big. So the process is what makes it um, valuable. Mm -hmm. And think big. That would be the two things.